Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am here with another episode from the Business Builder series. And today it is a special guest interview. Now, I am so excited to share this interview with you guys because honestly, the energy was incredible, the guest was incredible, and all of the insights she has to share with you guys, you're gonna be blown away by. So as you would know, on our Monday solo episode, we spoke all about time management and how it's gonna help you become more successful and efficient with your businesses. But today, we're going to continue this conversation and talk about how to work smarter rather than harder. So I'm joined by Grace Blacksey, who is a time strategist, a business mentor, and also a speaker. And what she does is she helps female entrepreneurs up-level their strategy, systems, and mindset so they can generate more impact and income by leveraging their most valuable asset, their time. So I am so excited for you guys to hear from Grace today. So I'm going to cut this intro off and dive straight into it because this one is a good one. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Real Time Podcast. This podcast is for those who are looking to become inspired and level up in all aspects of life. The Real Time Podcast brings you content of real value through being open, honest, and upfront about how things are to provide real and constructive advice on how to start stepping up and becoming your highest self. Well, then, what are you waiting for? It's time to get real. and this episode of our business building special I have an absolutely incredible guest coming on today so I am so excited to welcome Grace Blacksey onto the show welcome Grace how are you I'm great thank you so much for having me Emily Thank you for coming on. I'm genuinely so excited about um, this interview. I've been following you on social media and I love the stuff that you're putting out for everyone. So I think this is just going to be such a fun conversation to have. Um, but before we dive into it, I'll just get you to introduce yourself. Tell us a bit about you, what it is you do and all of that. Yes. So my name is Grace Blacksey. I am the CEO of Quench Collective, which is a community for female entrepreneurs and leaders. And within the community, what we do is we focus on learning, connecting, and growing together um, through up-leveling systems, strategy, and mindset. So I just believe flat out that there should be war women at the top. And a lot of the time, what stops women from being at the top and being at that CEO level, well, it be at their own businesses or professionally um, within an organization is that they don't have the tools and the resources that they actually need to get there. And so I'm a huge proponent in really putting forth the education and tools and like I said resources that they need to uh, thrive in both their business but also the business of her so it'd be silly to talk that you know everything in, in life is strategy it's not there's actually you know equal parts head work and heart work so at Quench we focus on the whole entrepreneur the whole leader in and of herself I absolutely love that I love how focused you are on helping 
other female entrepreneurs rise to the top as well because I think that's such an important thing that um, I feel like so many people get into this negative sort of mindset where they're, where they're like, there's not enough room at the top, whereas you've got the yes. total opposite mindset and you're like, I want to bring absolutely everyone up there with me. And I think that's so powerful and that's so incredible. And that's why you've got such a beautiful community growing for yourself then. So in terms of like the quench collection, I know that you have um, this thing that's called fill up your cup. And I really want to learn more about this because I've heard so much good stuff about it. So I'd love it if you could just like dive into that and share, share all about fill up your cup with us. Yes, of course. I would love to. It's my absolute, I think, favorite part of it's, it's really the quench community in its fullest expression. So believe it or not, fill up your cup was, uh, started last uh, January. So in January of 2020, uh, it had been something that I had wanted to do for years and years. My background is in experiential marketing and for so long within the business and in the, in the quench community, I pushed away events just cause I had done them for so long. And it was an, it was an industry that I burnt out in, but finally I decided it was time to bring these events to life. And so I started doing that in an IRL way. It was truly, I live in Southern California and um, brought together about 25 women uh, in a beautiful little setting. And we took two hours together to connect, learn, and grow exactly, you know, what our pillars truly are. And in doing so, we decided to make this a monthly meetup. And we, the space that we were using at the time only could, I think we could only maybe even have 25 women in it. And so uh, we sold tickets to it. It was this two-hour event. We had this gorgeous, you know, setting and coffee cart. And there was all these fun components to it. Photographer. It was just, it was really an entrepreneur's dream to come together. And the, the biggest thing was that I really wanted to make sure that everyone left with tactical tools to employ in their life and or business. So again, really focusing on that head work and heart work, the business of her and her business. And uh, sure enough, we did our January event and then we did our February event. And then the dreaded COVID came along and just put a huge stop to all of it. So we um, ended up taking our March event at the beginning of March and turning it virtual, turning it free. And after the first event, I like knew deep within my bones that we had to do it again the next week because so many people were so bummed out that they had missed out on it. And it was just me teaching on a specific topic around resilience and courage. Of course, at the time, that was the message. And needless to say, fill up your cup has since been free weekly meetup um, on via Zoom. You know, it's it's for our community members every single Friday since the beginning of March. And we've impacted over 5,000 women all over the entire globe. Um, there be different continents, different countries. It's just been so inspiring. And every single Friday we come together to do just that, to fill up your cup. And the concept of course is that, no, you can't, you can't pour from an empty cup, but to actually keep your cup overflowing, right? It's, it's so much less about filling it up and letting it empty all the way. And it's more about keeping it full on an ongoing basis. And so we have this incredible group of, you know, minimum 50 women. And at the, at the biggest, I think we have somewhere around 250, depending on the um, topic. But every single week, what we've done instead now, it's not me teaching anymore. I've actually brought on um, over 35 guests. And so it's a different speaker and a different topic every single week. And it ranges anything from sex and grief all the way over to um, CEO and Pinterest, I'm sorry, SEO and Pinterest strategy. And I should say as CEOs, you know, that is such an important thing is learning both sides of that. So um, it is truly turned in to the epitome of what our community is about. And I think people, these women in our community look forward to it every single week. 
That is incredible. I absolutely love what you're doing. It sounds like you're making a really massive impact and a positive impact on so many people, which is just so incredible. You know, like I think more people need to be going out and doing things like that. And you're right. Like filling up your cup is so, so important. So in saying that, like what fills up your cup, you know, like what does it for you? Because you're doing all of this for everyone else to help them fill up their cups. But what fills up your cup? That's a great question, Emily. <laughs> so um, I, I have a variety of things that, that fill up my cup. I have realized um, a lot about myself. I actually just turned 33 this week. And as I feel like every year goes by, I was always very open about being um, an extrovert. I really, really do truly empowered off of other people's energy. And it's been such an interesting time during COVID because we're really not able to be around a lot of other people. And I have realized how much I have loved that time to power down. And so something that I always tell my community is find the things that fill you up, but also find the things like those go-to things that you have that power you down. And for me, it's really more leaning into the things that power you down. So I actually had like a ritual at the end of every day where I very much turn off my computer, like actually shut it down at a certain time. I wipe off my desk, you know, I close the blinds and I actually shut the door to my office at home. I make sure that it's kind of like energetically something that I do to really, really power down. Believe it or not, being in the kitchen um, is something that's a total release for me. I do love to cook and it's something that is just, it's just really fun to do. And I kind of like turn on music and just, you know, sometimes a glass of wine or just let it flow. And, and it's just such a nice release for me. So really, really detaching. And then how I actually, you know, especially in my, in my free time, I love to allow for white noise, like that time to actually refill. And so a lot of that comes in the way of being creative. I love being outside and pulling inspiration um, from specifically interiors. And so there's actually nothing I love more than going on a beautiful nature walk or even um, you know, here in Southern California, just wandering through the neighborhoods, looking at the homes, taking, taking time. Of course, I love a good beach day, just like really actually getting solar powered. Um, and then of course, being around my loved ones, like quality time is truly my love language. So just like putting the phone down and getting totally lost and letting the hours go by is something that is like soul filling for me. <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's something so many people forget to do because um, I even saw your recent post where you're saying how you had your first weekend in so long where you didn't take your laptop with you. But that's yes. like, you'd think that that would just be something we'd all think like, you know, don't take our technology or turn off our phone, like don't be on it, like enjoy just being present. But we like, it's such a hard habit to break sometimes because we've become mm. so conditioned to having it always in our hand or always being on the computer that it's so important that we do switch off so then we can just revive ourselves and get outdoors. I love going outdoors and connecting with nature and literally, like you said, solar powering ourselves. It's yes. really a great way to just revive yourself so you can be fresh and more focused. Yes. So um, this, this episode is being released during our Business Builder Month, which is the October exclusive. We're doing all business-related episodes. So I wanted to ask you, like you mentioned about fundamentals of success earlier on. So what do you think some of the fundamental tools or keys are for anyone to be sex success successful in business? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a big question, I will say, but there are certain things that I do truly believe, um, something that I really focus on, you know, system strategy and mindset so that women can really step into that role of CEO. <clears throat> and I believe that those really are the fundamentals to success. Mindset being absolutely number one. I believe that you have a choice, like every single day before your feet hit the floor, that you 
can shift into a certain mindset without question. I even have a name for like my CEO mindset. Her name is Chloe and she is this badass CEO and she's totally not afraid of anything and doesn't let imposter syndrome get past her and all this stuff. And then when I'm being my, you know, I, I call it my employee mindset when I'm thinking really small and I'm thinking really negatively and I'm really, really letting fear take over. She is Gertrude <laughs> and she is just not fun to be around. And I know when I am having tendencies of being her. And so it's so easy for me to recognize that name her, right? That say when there is an issue, naming the issue is, is so important. And so in this case, having names for those, those versions of ourselves that we can become. So really shifting into that mindset every single day, I think is the number one thing that you can do. So shifting into that CEO mindset and really switching your language. You know, I don't know how many of your listeners are perhaps, uh, you know, call their business a side hustle or it's something that they just do on the weekends or on the side and being really, really mindful of that language. Anytime you're, anytime you're putting those words like just and should in front of what you do, in front of what you do, you're making it small. And anytime that we are minimizing something, we're making, we're telling the world that it doesn't have importance. And so we're actually putting that energy out into the world and something that is the opposite opposite, I think, of what we do because your dreams, those dreams that I know that you have, um, are, are huge. You, you want to have big income and you want to, to create big impact and you want to generate wealth like that. And those are things that are okay to do. And so in order to be in the mindset to receive those, really, really making sure that you're stepping into that mindset. The other thing is systems. I think systems are at the, um, at the, the absolute foundation of, of who we are and what we do. And with that also how we use our time. So, you know, as a business and time strategist, that's, that's kind of what I am given myself the title of is time is our most valuable asset, right? And you hear that all the time and you say it all the time, but what about you actually like stop to think about that, right? Um, it is this non-renewable resource that we always wish that we had more of. <clears throat> and I think the big thing is that you know, we don't actually have time. We, we create our own time, right? Like just like we create our own opportunity. So you are actually in control of every single moment of every single day, depending of course on some factors here and there. Moms may not agree with me on that one and that's okay. Um, but you know, I think knowing where you are spending your time, which typically means that you're knowing where you are going, right? Like having really, really clear goals. Um, and even if you don't get close to those, or if you feel like you don't know how to set goals, like just having an idea of, I want to do X by this date, I think is, is so important. So knowing where you're spending your time, because we tend to give it away just willy nilly, like without any sort of, you know, parameters around the ex expressing how important that, that piece of it is. And then of course the systems piece of it, how can you save on time? How can you actually give your time back? What can you automate? What can you delegate even, right? How can you perhaps even, a lot of people don't think that they can make their first hire until they're making six and seven figures in their business. That's a hundred percent a myth. Um, you absolutely can do that for your business. And so a lot of us get into the world of entrepreneurship because we want more freedom, we want more time, and we want more money. And so we actually find that we're 
if we're working from a really closed mindset and if we are not being smart about using our time or especially giving it away for free, that we, we don't actually get any of those. And that's a huge reason why business fails. So I think that being a fundamental piece of it and making sure that your systems are set up on the back end are huge to give you back some time. And then of course the strategy, like the strategy is everything. Strategy is one of the most exciting and fun things for me to build within the business, but actually really strategically having a plan to get you from point A to point B. And when you've noticed like where you are right now and then where you want to be next year, whether that's revenue wise or impact wise, visibility wise, that you are actually identifying like where, what's in that gap, what's, what's keeping you from getting to point A from point B. And that's your strategy. That's what you build a strategy for is to get you through that gap. Mm -hmm. So first of all, I absolutely love the whole fact that you have personas for yourself, <laughs> which in and out of like, that is incredible. I love that. Um, and then I absolutely love the whole um, system strategy mindset um, explanation you've just given there. I think that really breaks it down well for people um, and really does highlight the importance of how you should be, the things you should be focusing on and how you should be managing yourself and all of that. So in saying all that, like in terms of like, the systems, strategy, and mindset. I have noticed on your social media that you talk a lot about working smarter, not harder. And I think this is such an important like thing to discuss because we kind of fall into this mindset where we think we have to work really, really hard in order to get the results we want to get. So why is it an important concept to be applying to your business to work smarter and not harder? And how is that possible like for people to start doing that? Yeah, this is one of my favorite, favorite topics because um, working smarter, not harder is actually a result of using your time more wisely, right? And stepping back and treating yourself. I think it's like the deepest form of self-care actually, right? You're taking the time to step back to look at, am I doing this in the most like efficient way? And if you're not, there's nothing wrong with that, but how, how can you adjust to perhaps again, give yourself back some time? We all have 24 hours in a day, even Beyonce does. So how can we give ourselves back a little bit of that time without totally burning out? And, you know, I, I will say this, and this is such a polarizing comment because it's something that, I mean, at least I've identified and, and, and built gosh, years and years and years of, of working in businesses and companies. Like, you know, something that I really, that I really valued about myself is that I had this really hard, you know, I worked really hard. I had this, this amazing work ethic, but what if instead of working hard, we worked well, and that was actually those systems and those strategies going to work for us again, going back to the very, very thing that you got into this business for, probably because you were sick of working for someone else or probably because you are passionate about something, probably because you want to leave a legacy that truly, truly matters for you for future generations, whatever it may be. So if you are instead completely piled under administration work when you don't have to be, but to you that means working hard, that's not actually working well. That's not actually being able to enjoy the things that you set out to do, the, the, the very thing that you set out to do, right? So how can you actually lean into that legacy, that thing that you want to, looking at that overhead view of you from, you know, five years from now, 10 years from now, is that person, is Emily actually working harder or is she working smarter? You know, how is she actually working well within her business? And, you know, maybe it's that you got into this business because you want to take every summer off with your kids or because you want to, um, you know, take, six months out of the year to travel the world, whatever it may be. 
you're allowed to do that. And that's the beauty of all this. That's where the freedom comes in. It's just a matter of getting your systems set up and leveraging your time. Again, your most valuable asset to get you there. Mm. And I love the whole idea of being efficient with how you're approaching work, because at the end of the day, efficiency really is key. Like giving yourself back time where you can, like if you find that you are um, scrolling mindlessly on social media when you should be networking and connecting with people and all of that. It's about identifying that and then putting systems in place to overcome that. How can you avoid doing that? Like, how can you be more efficient with that time that you're wasting? And I love how you say working well, not working hard, because that just really is such a simple explanation of how simple it is to kind of make that shift and to really start like prioritizing the things that are important. So like for someone who maybe has no idea how to prioritize, has no idea how to start filtering through, you know, and identifying what are high priority tasks and what a time waste is, like how can they start to go about like identifying their priorities and creating a more, more efficiency within their daily activity? Okay, so I think the number one thing to note here, and this is again from that overhead like CEO view, which I would love for you to step into for this, is really knowing the difference between goals, objectives, and action items. So I'm going to give you a visual here. <laughs> um, goals are something that I want you to imagine as like this beautiful desert island off in the distance. That's that $100,000 in revenue. That is that six months off to travel the, the world. That is... Um, you know, being featured in uh, three, you know, in, in Forbes and Business Insider and, you know, maybe another publication throughout the year, whatever it is, like you have those goals that you are going after, even personally and professionally, wherever you're at with that. Your objectives are those, uh, 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 picture them as boats that you deploy in the water to actually move you closer to that desert island that you can see off in the distance, but you're actually not close to it because you have no way of getting there. And then your action items are like the paddles that you paddle, right? You are actually in those boats, or at least your, maybe your team is, or a version of yourself is, moving those boats forward. So those actual paddle strokes that you're making every single day, are they moving you forward or are they just keeping you in the same place? Hopefully they're not moving you backwards. <laughs> but I think that is the biggest thing here. It's stopping and actually really having the, the foresight to say, is this progress or maybe is it perfection stopping me? Am I actually, this thing that I'm working on, is it a needle mover? Is it actually moving me closer to my bottom line, which is X, Y, and Z? So some things that feel like they're really, really time consuming, let's say you're a solo entrepreneur and you are really, really wanting to um, launch your brand new blog. And so part of that, you know, one of the objectives is making sure that you uh, get on the right platform, the platform that is most opti optimized for SEO and, and easiest to use for you and so on and so forth. And so part one of those action items is actually, you know, time blocking some time out of your day to compare and contrast the different websites for you to be on. Yes, time consuming. Do you have to front load that effort and do it once? Yes, because once you make a decision and move forward, it's getting you that much closer to your goal of launching this blog. Mm, yeah, and I think that um, when people do become too focused on perfectionism and trying to do everything you know, perfectly and I'm not gonna launch this until it's mm -hmm. absolutely like flawless. And I think we forget that like perfection is ultimately a form of procrastination and we have mm -hmm. to overcome this desire and this need to be perfect because 
like let's be real no one is perfect anyway right so you're never going to truly reach perfection so you may as well just dive in do it and i'm someone who is definitely not a perfectionist <laughs> i'm all about just constantly diving into new things and just giving it my best job which i know probably has its you know downs that also come with the ups but i think it's very important to be able to be brave enough to step outside of that perfectionist habits and just go for it because progress is everything and you're just going to continue to grow and grow and grow and get better and better by doing and and that's the thing you're going to do something once thinking you've done it perfectly but you definitely have it and you're going to grow from there so you may as well just get out and start getting it done Exactly. Messy action is better than no action at all. That's for sure. Absolutely. Because like you said, it's all about moving forward rather than say, staying stagnant or moving backwards. So whatever is going to really push your boat forwards towards the direction you want to be going, like that's the steps you really need to be taking. Absolutely. And you did mention earlier on about planning for success and how this is so, so important. And I completely agree. Like, I think that if you have a goal, you need to create a plan around it so then you can figure out how you're actually going to get from A to B. So let's talk a bit about how to create success systems, because I'm sure that like for absolutely everyone, they're going to have a different system for themselves because we all have different goals. We're all different people. We all work in different ways. So that you'd encourage taking or any advice that you or insight you could give into creating your own system for success. Yes, of course. And of course, this is so unique to based on um, really how you measure success, right? Like what are your KPIs or your key performance indicators that, you know, it might be different for a health coach to someone who has a brick and mortar to someone who's a maker to someone who's, you know, um, still in the professional field. So of course, this, this is, um, would have to just be I guess, edited based on where you're at and what it is that, that moves your boats forward. You know, what, what is it for you? But I think the biggest thing is the, the number one thing to, to, to realize here is when creating systems, really, really recognize what, recognizing what are the areas of your business that you actually handle or that are what I say, your business buckets. So before I really um, create systems with, for my clients and my community members. We really dive in so we can have, again, that overhead view of what we have to know in order to organize something. We have to know what you actually have, what you're actually working with. So in that case, we identify business buckets. So let's say, for example, you um, marketing is a part of your business, client management is part of your business. Um, maybe you also, your website in and of itself is something that is, you've identified that that is huge. Maybe it's a very dynamic website. There's a lot of changes on it. Maybe there's also blog posts that go in there, that kind of thing. Um, maybe then content creation, events, and then speaking, right? Those, those, are, those are kind of like your big, big buckets where you spend the majority of your time and that if you had to pick up your business, like would those be all the buckets that you would grab kind of thing? So once you've identified what they are, then going in and really seeing again, where can you automate and where can you delegate? You do not need to be doing every piece of your business. Leaders write their own permission slips and you don't need permission from me, but I do want to let you know that you do not have to be doing everything in your business by any means. In fact, if there are any sort of blind spots that you have in your business, I always say, identify what those are that actually makes you a better leader. When you say, you know, I'm going to just, instead of doing everything, I'm going to stay in my lane. I'm going to stay in my zone of genius 
business. And so my zone of genius is maybe client management and marketing. The rest, I can either automate it or I could perhaps delegate it. So you'll be able to set up your systems really, really clearly once you know that you're working with and also what you know is your zone of genius. Because again, that's the, that's the brilliance of, of being your own boss is that this is your business and you get to make the roles. Yeah, completely. And I think people always do forget that um, even though it's your business, like you don't have to do everything and mm -hmm. there's going to be some things that are your strengths and other things that are your weaknesses. So why not outsource your weaknesses if that's possible? So um, yeah, it was really great that you were able to touch on that. And obviously you've been in business for quite a while now. So, uh, and you seem to be doing really successful in it as well, but um, has your personal like system for success kind of evolved over the lifespan of your business journey? Or is it kind of like you found something that really worked for you at the beginning and you've stuck, like stuck to that all the way? Like what has your personal growth and business growth journey sort of looked like? Yeah, personal growth and, and business growth have been definitely at different rates. I, I find that the more that my business grows, the more that I need to pour into my, my um, personal journey. And I think that's so important. I was talking to someone today about the importance of when you own your own business. I mean, why don't we treat ourselves like professional athletes? Like we're training for something at that level because we, we truly are, right? We are, if, we, if we're wanting to be the expert in our field or the go-to source on that or the authority on whatever it is, you know, we really have to make sure that like our mind, body, again, it goes back to your business and also the business of you. So as many investments as I make in my business, right, to make sure that I'm taking it to the next level, you know, I'm a coach and I have my own set of coaches and strategists and mentors and guides and that sort of thing. Um, as many investments as I make in my business, I usually make double that in myself. I make sure that I am truly taking care of this vessel, being my body, being my mind. I mean, we are nothing with that, right? Like it's so important. And my story is really rooted in burnout from, from the corporate world and how after just two, two years, you know, working in this, in this corporate job, I was in the industry for a long time. I hit total and complete burnout and I never want anyone to experience that again. You know, it's really about um, finding those ways that you can work smarter, not harder and truly putting yourself first. Because if you don't prioritize yourself, I mean, we typically are our businesses for the most part, you know, we maybe say that like we're building a brand, but at the end of the day, if there's any transactional piece there, it's business. So how can you really pour into yourself just as much as you pour into your business? You know, a lot of people, like we started talking about how last week was the, one of the first weeks that weekends I ever didn't take my laptop with me. And sure, I brought it with me, maybe not opened it as much certain times, but that time spent away from our business is just as, if not more important than our business, right? We have to be able, again, it goes back to, you know, you can't pour from empty cups. So it's so, so, so important, like to constantly, I believe that the recipe for success is to constantly be investing in both yourself and your business, because then that means that you're ever evolving as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think continued learning and also self-care are just so important mm -hmm. when you are in business, because like you said, like we need to become masters and professionals of our industry. We're like athletes of our industry. We have to put in the time that's needed. And don't they say it's like 10,000 hours or something to become a master of anything. And then you need to keep going further than that. You know, you want to just continually be learning, continually be growing. And then you also do want to be taking care of yourself. And when I talk about self-care, I really like to like emphasize how self-care shouldn't just be about the surface level stuff, like the face masks and, you know, the pamperings and all that. It's about 
truly taking care of yourself about your mind and your emotional state, doing your journaling, your self-reflecting, taking that time away from your devices. Like that is what's really fundamental at the end of the day, such a deep level. You're not going to be able to show up for your business and for everyone else that, you know, is depending on you in your life. So, um, yeah, thanks again for touching on them again, incredible points you brought up there. So I do have one final question for you, given that this is the real time podcast. I like to ask all of my guests, what is one piece of real advice that you have to leave our listeners with today? <laughs> well, I will say this. Um, that I, I have this actually this quote on a bracelet that I wear every single day. And the quote is to trust the process. Um, just because something is hard doesn't mean it's wrong. And, you know, if I, gosh, if I could just reach out to every single woman that was feeling like something was hard and thinking like they were doing it wrong or they weren't meant for it, I just would love to give them the message that if that is their passion and if it is there something that they truly want to create, to do it. Because there's always going to be hard days. And when you move to new levels, there's always kind of a new devil there waiting for you. And so there will always be something without question. But trust that process. The hard stuff is there. You know, it's, it's really the price of admission. And this journey can be so, so beautiful. Um, but lean into that for sure. And, and definitely, you know, I wish I had someone there to tell me, you know, this is hard, but it doesn't mean it's time to give up. It means that it's just time to maybe find a different way or to go at a different, you know, go, go at it from a different strategy. So I think that is the biggest thing, the biggest real time lesson I can leave you today. Thank you so much, Grace. Honestly, this conversation has just been incredible. I feel like I have learned so much from you. I, you have filled my cup up today. Honestly, it has just been such a pleasure talking to you and I'm going to leave um, all of your links to your socials, to your Facebook pages and all of that in the show notes so that everyone can find you and connect with you after this episode. But thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. And I've absolutely loved talking to you today. Thank you so much for having me. It was so great chatting with you, Emily. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into my real-time podcast. I have had so much fun making this and I hope this has been able to help you in some way. If you enjoyed this podcast, remember to share it with someone who may be in need of hearing it. My goal with this channel is to bring you guys content of real value. So help me share this message and share this podcast by screenshotting it and tagging me on your stories. By doing so, you'll be doing your part in helping me build this platform and build a space where people can listen, can grow and can overcome whatever obstacles are getting in the way of their success. But that starts with you guys. Tag me at emilyjane.dm in your stories and hashtag realtime and I'll be sure to reshare you on my page. Thank you so much again, guys, for listening in today. Your support honestly means the world to me. So until next time, keep it real. <laughs>